You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hi, folks. Welcome to another episode of Film Study. We're back for part two of the discussion of the offense against the Browns. Obviously not the result we wanted, but here to talk about with it. And hopefully make us feel a little better is Pete Gilbert of WBAL. Pete, how you doing? Try to be that calming voice of reason. That's what happens when you get old and gray anyway. Um, I'm doing great. Thanks, Ken. <laughs> yeah, have, having fun with that as well. And and uh, age age comes to us uh, at all times. And we're, we finished an hour on in the first half, and neither one of us needed to go to the bathroom, which is a, a Pyrrhic victory at the very least. So uh, let's talk some offensive line. So let's go ahead. I guess you want to start. Let's go left to right. We'll start out on the tackle and look at Ronnie Stanley uh, at first. You obviously can, the way that he has come back, from the, the, the really significant injury, he's never quite looked like the guy that he was before, uh, but he's been good. And then he gets hurt again. Uh, it was, where, where did you like, what did you think of Ronnie prior to the injury? Yeah, he, he was, he was having a, a somewhat difficult game, but is under very difficult circumstances against that Browns pass rush. Uh, he had a third of a sack shared with Linderbaum and Mitchell. 
Um, and that was uh, unfortunate. We talked about that in the first half. So we're not Mitchell crossing the cone was the big issue. Linderbaum obviously getting pushed back into the pocket on that play was was difficult. The Browns targeted him uh, to to basically make that happen. He shared a quarterback hit with McCarry on the other side. Um, had two false starts. Uh, both of those kind of as a function of cheating and pass blocking. So uh, those are cases where obviously you know he's dealing with the with the you know, a good pass rush and trying to get off early. He timed up the cadence pretty well, but this was, these were two occasions when he didn't do it Four missed blocks, but only one of those was a loss at the line of scrimmage. So I divide out those blocks for people new to the show. Um, if you go into level two and can't find a block, if you're behind on the backside of a run play and can't find a block, if you pull and you can't find a block, that's usually a less serious miss than just having the man opposite you beat you, which uh, those are those are much more serious in terms of uh, what you do as an offensive lineman. He only had one of those. Uh, one block in level two, three pancakes, one to two on pulls, no highlights. He had five highlights last week, but one of the really great games uh, uh, of the year in terms of highlights anyway. Got, it gets into the bottom end of the C range, um, but at this point, I think all Ravens fans really want to care, uh, care about is uh, when he's going to be available to play. Yeah, and uh, at that point, we're, we're still unsure of the – at least it sounds like – I mean, they didn't come out and say, hey, there's no, there was no structural, you know, like ligament. They're like, oh, got to go have that fixed. So now it's a matter probably of just dealing with swelling, dealing with pain, and, you know, just how mobile is he going to be. So that we'll have to keep an eye on that. Again, probably not going to be there for Thursday, but maybe back uh, for the Sunday night game against the Chargers. At left guard, John Simpson, I still am just – amazed this guy has let go he as he said openly point blank i had no confidence in myself to be any good anymore and he has been just an absolute find for the ravens on this offensive line yeah been been good and five straight games now without a penalty and that was of course the big demon that got him in las vegas he had, he had 50 uh, i always know the number 17 penalties in 1545 career offensive line snaps coming into this and he had some problems early on this year but now five straight games without a flag is big didn't have any negative events in this game, which is really hard to do for an entire game of offensive line play against the Cleveland Browns, who are going to try and target you. And if if you if they think you're the weak line, they're going to go after you. Weak link, they're going to go after you with stunts. They're going to go after you with blitzes. They didn't get him in this game. Three missed blocks, two losses at the line of scrimmage. Um, uh, he was on the ground twice again. He's still vulnerable to that push pull move. Uh, from uh, from a defensive tackle, one of those is actually slipping going into level two, which he might have been helped to the ground by by alignment on that one as well. Uh, not illegal, it just helped to the ground. Uh, and had three highlights, and these are worth we've noted. He had actually had four highlights in the game. He had three consecutive. The first was a combo, uh, and th- that's the typical thing you get from a guard block at level one to pin a player for another. Then he moved up to level two and made a nice block as well. So that happens a lot. Second play, he jumped a gap to block Walker, who is coming left of Stanley. That is an exceptional thing for a lineman to do. Whenever it happens and we see it, it's, it's automatically a highlight block if they're successful on the play. But he actually stepping out to the left of your tackle, one of the best things you can do. It's, it's much more valuable than a help block. It's better than trying any kind of a pass-off routine, which has a much lower chance to work because you kind of effectively make – just more moving parts to it. It's very difficult to, to to happen. And that was exceptional, really good play. And then the next play, he has a block. He's going to want to show his grandchildren. Uh, on the 32-yard screen to Mitchell, first of all, he was right out front of it. He timed up his departure from the line of scrimmage perfectly with the pass. So he's sitting there. He's literally got his toes on the blue line. 
as you can see it, not illegally downfield. Then he steps down, turned to the inside, reintroduced himself. I think it was to Walker again, flattened him on on the field. And then I'm just going to jump in. What I what was so great about the block there is that he made he allowed he was patient enough to not let it be a blindside block penalty Mm -hmm. where, you know, if he was more aggressive, that would have been the case. He got in front of Walker, squared up, and then put him on his back, yeah. and then went down the field to look for a nut for more, which was all, beautiful. All he has to do is not move. By the way, on that play, by by moving towards the the play is where he gets himself in trouble. But he stood he stood his ground, did that, and then that, that he didn't stand over the body, which is sometimes offensive linemen will stand over the kill. And that's what Cedric Tillman did with Van Noy was he kind of was looking forward to teabagging him on that situation there pretty much. But Simpson headed downfield and he almost got there. He just wasn't quite quick enough to get there to the final block that would have sprung Mitchell for the touchdown. Uh, the defensive back got around him and made the tackle. And it was unfortunate, but great effort there by Simpson. And one of the really – it's a block you want to show your grandchildren. It's that, uh, uh, that special. Uh, by the way, if you're an offensive lineman and you're not making an effort – to record some of these, you're missing out because you're going to really regret it later in life that there's not some record of you playing football earlier that you can show people. And you think these videos from the games will exist. They probably won't. They probably won't be as accessible as they are now. And we'll be using a different format for everything that'll make old formats obsolete. And, you know, you, you, you're going to want to have this in some recorded format. So I, I just... You know, not going to tell you how to live your life, but I know all these guys are in their 20s right now, you know, primarily. But, uh, boy, make that video now and then you'll have it and uh, and be happy you did it. Anyway, three out of three on, on polls for Simpson, four level two blocks, four pancakes, four highlights. Fantastic game all the way around. An A. And I, I'm looking at this again. I'm wondering if it really shouldn't have been an A-plus game. Um, it, it, he was a point ninety four at the base, and I gave him a point oh four adjustment. It's actually – I might have might have shorthanded him there with all the highlights he had, but uh, great game. It was it was exceptional and fun again, particularly when you add in factor in the opponent. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where yeah, and that's where I give an A plus. Is not it was just against who he did. Yep. all that damage was so impressive. Then conversely, to his right, uh, you know when Tyler Linderbaum was drafted, you, the the concern was his size and how would he hold up in the physicality of the AFC North. And those questions after he's been very good. And I think they made a great pick and he's going to be the guy, but he showed his weaknesses were shown in this game. Yeah. You, you, that's you, you hit it right on the money there. The Browns are the first team to really take advantage of Linderbaum's size effectively in this game. They really targeted him. And in particular on the play that was a, a combined Mitchell Stanley Linderbaum sack um, the, and I'm forgetting which player it was crossed the face of the guard and actually Simpson did a great job handing him off. And then Linderbaum took him initially took a big shock back, which, which it shouldn't have been. I mean, Linderbaum should be able to withstand that block, but then he also got hit from the other side as they were going into both a gaps. And then he got completely overwhelmed. And that the second part was kind of understandable. The first part was he shouldn't have been off his pins from that initial contact. At least that's the way I saw it. Um, had a big offensive holding penalty that nullified the touchdown by Hill. Real nice run by Hill, and and uh, Linderbaum was not close enough that it would have impacted the play. Uh, it's seven missed blocks, which is a lot for a center, uh, particularly in a 50-snap game. Four of those were losses at the line of scrimmage where he, he got a little bit out-muscled. Three level two blocks, four to five on pulls, two pancakes. No highlight in this game, though he's had a, a fair number of highlights this year. He's really now, I, I would say it's a very close race 
with Zeitler in terms of who's been the best Ravens offensive lineman. I would have never predicted this because he was way out playing Zeitler early in the year, but Zeitler's now kind of caught him from behind in the last couple of games um, when Linderbaum got a, got a, had a penalty for, for uh, um, a penalty game against Arizona, I think it was, and then and then gave up two and a half pressures in the last game. This this game not as great as well. And Zeitler's on a great roll now. Um, so uh, you know it, it's uh, F for Linderbaum. Unfortunately, in this game, we hope he'll be back. He's very important to the Ravens. Uh, hopefully, this is just a aberration and not a sign of things to come. I think J- uh, Joe D uh, it will be a good, calming, effective voice with him as well. And I know they they they've already bonded really well. And I think that will. If anyone's going to help get him right, that that that's who will do it. But then to his right, as you point out, Zeidler um, really was, you know, he looks like he was he was made for the AFC North. Yeah, he having a lot of trouble anchoring earlier this year. Um, he's had he's had off and on. He's had problems with that. Did have a, a a pressure game one of the last six, but it's five games out of six. He's been terrific. A third of a sack for failing to pick up a stunt. He was actually looking over to make a help block, and Miles Garrett, I believe it was, came around and and uh, he, he he wasn't in position to to, uh, to to pick that up. Had one missed block. That was on a pull, so he didn't have any losses at the line of scrimmage to the man opposite him. That's a big deal. 0 of 1 on pulls, three blocks in level two, one pancake, one highlight combination block. An A, it would have been an A with or without adjustment. Not really close to an A+, plus, but uh, you know one of his really fine games this year. And then at Pat McCary, no Morgan Moses, although it sounds like Moses will be ready to go this Thursday, which is hugely critical for the Ravens and McCarry's been very good as a, as a guy you can play any position on the offensive line and that's why they you know gave him a contract to you know for for a backup lineman that you almost never see but in this game where you know, you look and just physically he's just talk about undersized he the difference in the tackles of Moses and just height overall body everything and and Cleveland really took advantage of it yeah, really big length issues, and and that that does not play well against Adaria Smith, against uh, uh, Garrett, obviously against Okoronkwo. They're all uh, you know large men. Uh, he had an A plus last week, the first of any Ravens lineman the entire season. This week he dropped to a .39 raw score, um, which is which is quite bad. It's obviously in, in the F range, or maybe not obviously, but it is, and it's exactly the same he got in the first game against Cleveland. So he was forced into play tackle in that game as well. So very tough assignment for him. Uh, four and a half pressures allowed. That included the pressure on the critical pick six where he got backed up, then then put on his knees. And uh, that allowed Okoronkwo to, to, to uh, tip the ball that uh, uh, fell in the hands of – it was Newsom, right, who, who intercepted yep. the ball for the touchdown. Uh, gave up a half a quarterback hit. That was stared with Sandley, 1.33 sacks. So one and a third sacks he was involved in, four missed blocks, three losses at the line of scrimmage, um, one block in level two only, zero pancakes, one out of one on pulls, three highlights. They had two combination blocks. This was interesting, though. He also had a, a really weird spin block. Now, for those of you who've seen the Super, Super Bowl five highlight video, Glenn Ressler in that game for the Baltimore Colts made an incredible spin block uh, on, on Unitas's touchdown pass to Mackey. That was on the tipped ball for Renfro. So that that play had it all, by the way. Uh, but 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 Glenn Ressler's spin block there is one thing they highlight. Did do, do, do a terrific job in the NFL Films version of that. And uh, and McCary had that on uh, on a play in this game to block a, a stunt from Okoronkwo that was really exceptional. Unfortunately, so, F for the game. Unfortunately, that's where they ended up. And they're going to, you know, the good news for Cincinnati is not as physical. 
uh, up front. You're, you know, Trey Hendrickson is dealing with injury. Sean um, and Hubbard is dealing with some injury. Not sure, you know, how if they're going to go. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Oh, how effective they'll be. So that's it. It bodes better for this Thursday in that regard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it should be an advantage, if obviously, if they don't. Fa'alele looked um, not physical in relief of Stanley, made six of his 10 blocks. That's just not particularly good, obviously. Cleveland, two out of two. I don't know where he falls in terms of maybe he gets a start at right tackle if for some reason Moses couldn't go or got re-injured or whatever it might be. But I would have to think they're getting close to a point where Cleveland and Fa'alele are approximately equal in terms of where they would put him in uh, at right tackle or, or how quickly they would they would replace him at right tackle. But um, McCary's just got to have a better game, and that's uh, that's part of what's going on. Uh, we'll continue on with some discussion of the skill position players in this game. We've lost Pete temporarily, but he's back. There you go. And uh, uh, yeah, it happens occasionally. Don't, don't, don't sweat it here. Um, the skill position players in this game, I thought we'd go down through that. You're the guest. Who would you like to talk about first? Uh, let's see. Why don't we uh, go on the outside? We talked about Zay a good bit uh, in part one, but I, you know, I just think that he's becoming – the guy who they really thought they he could be and for a first round wide receiver oh what that means you know i mean when he just after so many times that that has not been the case you're getting ample evidence that he is and i and it, i am excited for him for that yeah very very good and great to see his usage down the field which i think we hit on in part 1 so i i'm not going to not going to belabor the point uh, too much uh, we did talk a little bit about Mitchell in part one. You know, part of Mitchell's lack of usage is going to be his pass blocking. They don't really love him out there on third down. Um, they they want to have him on plays where they don't know whether it's a run or pass. So you can do things like use a draw play. So you can use a screen pass. And they want to also have him in situations where they're not necessarily going to ask him to pass block at all, especially when they need help for their tackles to pass block. So it's a uh, it's a difficult kind of a situation. And, and I, you know, I, I don't I, I want to see him for more plays just like everybody else. But I realize some of the constraints on his play. Yeah. And it's it's 
you need to be reasonable and, and think about again why it's not like the ravens coaches see keaton mitchell like, yeah he sure as hell is fast and he sure as hell can get to the end zone like he's like, but you know what i just want to go with another guy right now <laughs> that's just that's not what they're thinking there there are reasons there's logic behind it and uh, i think you just kind of laid out exactly where you why you wouldn't just have him out there uh, as much as i think a lot of fans right now say he should be mm-hmm. and but that but by that same token he is special he is a playmaker, and you have to design ways to make sure he has an opportunity to prove that, you know, several times in a game. All right. Who's your next guy? How about you? Nelson Aguilar. And I say it, I'm like, I, every once in a while, I watch him run a route or make a play in the elephant in practice, too. Going and you catch a ball. You see this really athletic dynamo. And then you're watching the game, and he just sometimes would just disappear forever he was also critical on the uh um the the play the seven yard loss for for mitchell on the run mm-hmm. i mean he's designed he's out there to be blocking and which is not i guess going to be something they should really you know have be a, a, a key to a uh, to a play being successful um he got up it's not his thing there i i feel like there's potential for him still to be to be a playmaker, but they're a boy. And and they're just a product of their number of guys. You know, not everyone's going to get a ton of opportunities, but he's a guy that didn't get many and hasn't, you know, early on, he was more of a focal point. He's become less so as the season has gone along. Uh, I find that interesting. Yeah. Well, Andrews has returned and obviously taken some targets from him based, based on that. He only missed one week and uh, it it is, it's, it's just, I, I think basically just is what it is at this point. He's only caught one of the last four balls he's been thrown, but he's still got almost nine yards per target for the year. And for a Raven, for any receiver, that's good. For a Ravens receiver, it's tremendous because they they just don't get him down the field that much. When Lamar is extending plays, Aguilar has a good sense of where he needs to be. We saw that on the touchdown pass, that nine-second touchdown pass. So that's how you earn trust points if you're Nelson Aguilar, in addition to just holding on to the football when it's delivered on target downfield. Uh, I think he's basically delivered on that. Uh, he had had some good blocking plays, by the way. Did obviously didn't get the job done on the on the Mitchell minus seven, but he had some good blocking plays. Um, he, he's not a guy you really want blocking at the line of scrimmage, but they've even used him to chip a couple times this year. Um, more, he's he's more valuable when he gets into level two and is uh, uses his length exceptionally well on a defensive back, and he can he can maintain his that positional blocking there. And I, I think at least there he, he's added some things, but I'll tell you what, Nelson Aguilar, not at all the receiver I expected much better. Uh, he had been terrible last year and great to see him make a comeback at least. I, that's what I thought too. I, you know, he's, he is better than I thought he was going to be. And certainly early on um, that, that was the case. Mark Andrews, you know, did not get the only four, what, four targets, two catches. Mm-hmm. Um, the big 39 yarder, the defender slipped, but it was a good route also. Mm-hmm. Uh, that he ran kind of caused the slip. And for a guy that has owned the Cleveland Browns the way that he has throughout his career, nine touchdowns more than anybody else, he's just feasted on them. Uh, they, I'm not sure exactly what, why, why do you think he was unable to feast uh, as he had for so, so often against Cleveland? Yeah, I think they wanted to get him the ball more. I, I'm not sure that – I mean, it, it, look, he caught two balls. He had plenty of yards in this game. That's not really the the, the issue, I wouldn't say. Um, it, 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 the issue is total opportunities, and you'd like to spread that over more total uh, targets. 
what what was uh, uh, interesting about this is we talked about the newness on some players with Mitchell and you know with Flowers and whatnot, and you're 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 throwing a new wrinkle at a division opponent knows you very well. I still don't ever feel like the Browns have figured out how to defend Mark Andrews, uh, and and the Ravens, you know, most of the wrinkles I think they need to add are with other players because I think Andrews is going to be Andrews. I think it's how you peel off defenders from Andrews and allow him to have more space to work with between level two and three. That's going to really make him special. It was interesting too. There was a, a there was a, an off schedule play where he and Lamar, and it was in the red zone where he and Lamar were not on the same page. Uh, hmm. I believe it was. Um, I remember saying to Keith, I'm like, I can't recall that, uh, seeing that very often. And that was, uh, he had kind of ducked under and then, and Lamar threw like he was going to be deeper. And, uh, it was just kind of a, they're so often, you know, simpatico in that regard, but on that play, they was and to me, that was also a sound like, you know, some days in your day, if that's not, if those two aren't exactly on the same page, you're going to have some issues. Um, OBJ, again, we talked about him earlier. I thought that, you know, in the slant game is where he is at his best. And we saw, uh, saw why that is for sure there. Yep. He's definitely, uh, you know, we, we want to see more of that. We want to see more of figuring out how you can hit OBJ on the move and let him get some yak. You know, he's still a pretty physical receiver. Um, he's not an easy guy to bring down. A lot of his game has been drawing penalties this year though. And, and honestly, I, I can't minimize that. You know, he hasn't had the kind of yardage year any of us would have liked, uh, you know, or or that have been predicted by a lot of Baltimore fans, frankly. Um, but he has drawn a lot of penalties. He'd been much more of a of a uh, stealthy anti-hero in that way, in terms of of really getting the other team upset, and uh, and that's been kind of nice. One guy I want to talk about, or one trio I'll talk about, is likely Kolar and Duvernay, who have been in and out of the offense. And last week against Seattle. You know, I think it was last week, and maybe it was two weeks ago. Likely had four catches, and it seemed like he might be returning to the offense in a more meaningful way. Now, I think likely had four snaps, and Kolar had seven, and Duvernay had four. Also, I think, I mean, it's a fifty-snap game, so there's less snaps to go around in total. But they're also they had blocking needs in this game that I would have thought likely or Kolar would have gotten more snaps. So you, if, if you want to have a combo guy who's both somebody who can help you as an eligible receiver to make a chip block and then also go out to make a catch, likely and Kolar are both good candidates. They didn't have him on the field very much in this game when the, when the tackles needed help. I feel like Kohler is someone they turn to more when it just comes to blocking. He's not mm-hmm. been involved in the, you know, in the past game really at all and likely had the one catch, um, it was a really nice tackle because it kind of he had kind of caught it going forward and got five yards and then was immediately just drugged back hard. Um, I was very, you know, there was a big question for a lot of people, you know, how is Todd Munkin going to use Pat Ricard? Is he going to have a role? Well, he clearly has, has a role and it's significant, but the tight ends is, you know, it's been Mark and it's been, you know, pretty much all season it's been Mark. Yeah. And that's, you know, that I thought that that's a little surprising, uh, you might find more ways to get particularly likely who I think is shown more, you know, to be pretty dynamic. Uh, it can be, you know, what, you know, after catching a ball and, you know, ability to make guys miss and, and get some yak yards, but they, 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 it's, you're seeing just so much 11 personnel that, and, and that one's going to be, is going to be 89. That, you know, that's really it. And and I'm a little bit surprised at that because Monken came from Georgia, used two tight ends, and obviously had two great tight ends. But he used you know 12 personnel extensively, and he hasn't really found a, a way to do it this year. And 
I don't think there's a problem with Beckham playing a few less snaps and likely picking up snaps. Uh, they already do a pretty good job of uh, doling out wide receiver snaps very effectively. I mean, Marquise Brown, when he first started with the Ravens, was a guy who played a little bit. He wasn't playing absolutely full time. And it wasn't because they couldn't use him out there. It was because they they, they wanted to keep him rested. I think Flowers benefits from that sort of rotation as well. And playing two-thirds of the snaps seems to be a, you know, a, a, a good number, maybe 75%. But you know, an older player like Beckham is certainly going to benefit from rest, I, I would think, even if he's running some shorter routes. So I, I think there's an opportunity to play some 12 snaps in there. I just I just don't think that it's it's completely in Monken's playbook the same way it was with Roman. No, definitely not. And maybe, you know, once you get to OTAs, that may be something they, you know, look at in the offseason, trying to find a way to better use likely skills. Is You know, when, when you get guys that are fourth-round rookie who show the ability to make some plays, you want to take advantage of that it's it's certainly good for the cap and Duvernay you mentioned he's just really not part of the offense um in, in any meaningful way he's only going to get the ball it seems on a jet uh jet sweep or maybe a screen and he hasn't shown the ability to make guys miss out on that screen um where oftentimes you got to make one you know get one guy to uh to turn into something more than two or three yards and so you know and he's also been okay as a returner not dynamic that we've seen in the past so i don't um i i don't feel like i got a whole lot to say about devin duvernay at this point go i don't see i don't see any way he's going to have a role uh really going forward yeah i i think you're right i think they probably move on after this year given the given the cost of him Pete, it's always a blast to talk football with you to get to get together and uh, and spend an hour and a half or or two doing this uh really appreciate you coming on tell folks where they can talk football with you online uh, absolutely. And it, it really, it's fun, Ken, because there just aren't that many people to talk to who can understand the game the way you do. And I, I always learn from it. So I appreciate that. And you can find me uh, on X Twitter at WBAL Pete is where I am most active social media, WBAL TV Ravens wrap up late Sunday night. Do that with Keith Mills after the news, after Sunday night football, don't be afraid to DVR it too. And uh, also in studio Fridays and Saturdays along with the Sunday and uh out doing Ravens reports for the news at five, a couple days a week also. So that's where I am. All right. Outstanding. Other folks out there, if you'd like to be on a film study short, hit me up. DM's always open on Twitter. I want to hear from you. I promise I'll get back to you very quickly about the prospect of doing an episode. we got some opportunities with some breaks in the schedule here coming up to do just that. Uh, Pete, thanks again for coming on. My pleasure. Great talking to you, Ken. And we'll Before talk to you Thursday, next time. too. Should be a little Thursday's gonna be fine. I think the Ravens will bounce back all right with that one. I hope you're right. And we'll talk to you next time on Film Study. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.